Hey guys, Chris here to let you know this week's episode of The Underdog is brought to you in part by the Wisdom app. This is a, a new app that Matt and I are trying out and we're really, really excited about the possibilities because it's gonna let us talk directly to you. So here's the breakdown. You download the app, you follow me at Chris Horwedel, C-H-R-I-S-H-O-R-W-E-D-E-L, and then as soon as I go live, anytime I go live, you're gonna be notified. Matt and I are talking about uh, next Thursday, December 9th, right around you know, 7 or 8 o'clock. Just follow us. You'll know the second we get on. And then you can hop into the conversation. We'll take any questions you have. Matt will talk to you about his alma mater, Ole Miss, and their, their big win in the Egg Bowl. You can uh, join in in the general inanity that, uh, that Matt and I take part in every single week. If you have any other questions, if you're confused, if you need a refresher, all the information is going to be in the show notes. So check it out there, download the Wisdom app, and we look forward to talking to you next week. We might be underdog sports, but we came here to win the most legit podcast. That's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news. We underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process. Yes, you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you with the best features, best stories. We diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring. We all point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk pad. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardell joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how's it going? It's going pretty well, you know, just living life every single day at a time and just having a good time with it. How are you? Uh, uh, you're doing better than I am, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, you can't uh, complain who would listen. Right? <laughs> Living the dream, huh? Living... <laughs> just go through all the generic things that get said at the office every day. Living, I haven't been in an office environment in a, a very long time. I like Probably. going in nowadays. We go in. We, I go in a few times a week and say, and say hi to some people and just pretty much just say hi and then leave. Don't really get much work done at the office. Well, I saw that the average office worker in, in an eight-hour shift does about 41 minutes of work. I saw that stat thrown out. Hard so, to agree, unless my employers are listening. <laughs> in which case, it's uh, slightly over eight hours somehow. Well, like, um, the, my my cubicle was like me and three other guys all my age. We were all friends like before we even started working there. So mm-hmm. we were just like joking around all day. I mean, we're doing our job, but there's a lot of a lot of goofing off, you know. So it happens. A lot of people don't know this, but Matt is the single reason that they're having supply chain issues in the United States right now. It's because he won't won't answer the goddamn emails. No, I'm just playing hacky sack in the in the in the playroom. That's what that's what the one vice president used to used to call our office the playroom. So we're just playing hacky sack. That's what it's all about. Yeah, there is literally a cargo ship full of auto chips sitting <laughs> sitting in the New York Harbor, and Matt has not signed for it yet. <laughs> That's what uh, I do. I, I sign for the thing. Sign for cargo <laughs> ships, I assume. <laughs> That's what I think your job is. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Baseball's gone away. The NFL is here. Week 13 is upon us. I've got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. Let's uh, we'll circle back to the cargo ships, but let's yeah. let's talk sports right now. And um, I'm interested in what's going on in Major League Baseball with that. There's nothing going on in Major League Baseball officially on strike. How do you feel about it? I think it's hysterical. It's like it. it this is like breaking up with like when you see someone break up with someone like a, a boyfriend girlfriend situation. And then you, they all of a sudden just start removing pictures from their social media account. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see that they blocked each other on, like, Venmo or something. <laughs> when you're going on a Major League <laughs> Baseball and it's just no pictures of anybody, it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, like a letter to our fans. It's like, why'd you block me? <laughs> yeah, the, the most insulting thing you can do to anyone, as, as everyone knows, is to unfriend them on Venmo. <laughs> Which is, first of all, the weirdest thing ever, the fact that Venmo lets me see other people Venmoing each other. Oh, it's creepy, but it's I also bizarre. have to look. Oh, yeah, I'll always, always scroll through. It's like, oh, like, cool, like, Jim got pizza from Emily. Like, that's that's sweet. Like, <laughs> Oh, he better have paid. He better have paid. I see that this money was requested, but he has not paid yet. <laughs> it's it's I always, everything I do, private. I just always mark it right to private. I don't need people knowing that. 
I'm paying for my haircuts over Venmo. Like, <laughs> what kind of setup do you have? It's a, guy be- <laughs> it's a guy behind the dumpster by the Korean barbecue near my house. <laughs> he does a good job. Let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah, and he takes Venmo, so it works out. You could this can be this can be a touchless payment kind of <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking about the, the state of the world and disease, and that's why I'm doing it by a dumpster. With a, with, a, with a butcher knife that was picked out of the trash can seconds earlier. You know, uh, used to kill whatever dog was uh, was made uh, into that Korean barbecue. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, Look, it's, 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 it's a great place. But it's nice. It it's a nice uns- cut. Uns- <laughs> nice. Yeah, that is Korean barbecue for you. Um, it is, it's funny that they just... I feel like they're making a whole big deal out of this and the general reception, at least in my experience to this point, seems to be like, nah, all right, baseball's on strike, whatever. Every year. I feel like it's just like, it'll come back. Like, whatever. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Actually, Bavada has odds for when it will return uh, and they seem to be fairly bullish about this being a relatively short process is... December 1st to February 26th is minus 135, um, a heavy leader in the clubhouse, followed by April 1st to July 19th at plus 135, February 27th to March 31st at plus 400, and uh, July 20th or later, plus 400 at Bavada. Where, where would you put all your future children's money, uh, college money? I think baseball players are a little bit tired. They're going to let this push all the way to the end. Enjoy their summer winter break. You know, they're going to, this is going to be at the plus 400 right at the, all the way at the end. The July 20 or later. Yes. That's so, so we're going to have a late start to the season. You think late start. I, I, yeah, maybe it's not that extreme July, but I think, I do think that we will miss some of the regular season this year. I think the bigger question here is, do we get a condensed season? And does everyone realize that the season should be shorter? I just don't want it to be shorter, though. I love going to baseball games. I love watching baseball games. Everyone knows that it should probably be shorter. Not but half I, the year. Yeah, but I just, I, I, baseball players work probably harder than I do. They're definitely working more than 41 minutes. I've seen how long a baseball game is. Mm-hmm. But Well, I mean, I, it depends what position you're playing. The, the, some of those specialty relievers have the cushiest jobs in all of sports. That'd be so nice. I would love to be one of the relievers that comes in when your team's already down like seven to one. You're a mop-up like, guy. Yeah, just like you're. Hey, we're losing seven to one. It's the second inning. Like we got to get out of here. We got to fly to Atlanta tomorrow. Just throw like four innings. We don't even care if you let up runs. Like yeah. just no pressure. Just hey, go out and throw some strikes. That would be amazing. Yeah, we don't want to make the second baseman pitch again today. <laughs> yeah, we, we he almost got hurt the first time. It's just. Now, that would be a dream, dream position. Just being on any sort of baseball team would be so much fun. Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, (laughs) But you you see, look at the Phillies. The Phillies signed Corey Neville, and the guy pitched like 50 innings last year. Yeah, and he got $10 million. $10 million. And he's just a relief guy. Well, he's more, I think he's going to close in Philly, but. He's only a one-year contract. One year, ten million, I believe. I think they're playing the uh, playing the comp pick game, which may or may not exist when all of this uh, all of this wraps up. The Phillies have been tied to a lot of relatively big free agents. You know, Chris Chris Bryant, Castellanos, uh, Kyle Schwarber. Um, who would you go after? What would, what's your realistic goal for the Phillies this uh, this offseason, whenever it may be? All three of them. All three of them? Well, <laughs> realistic. I, I think that we're going to end up with Chris Bryant. I don't know if I'm Do just saying because it's like a uh, – I, I don't know if I'm saying that just because it's him and well, – he's a Vegas guy. Harper's a Vegas guy. They're, I, they're it, both their best friends. Exactly. I think that he could bring them to Philly. Wouldn't you want to play with your best friend in Phil, like a beautiful town of Philadelphia? I could see that happening. I really don't think we're going to do any sort of splash at shortstop. I think this team is Agreed. content on Bryson Stott in the next two years, which we'll see. Okay. With yeah. It. I think the offense is going to be there for Stott. I'm not sure if he's an everyday defensive shortstop in the majors. Put him at second base then. That I can live with. But then, then you still have that issue. Do you go Freddie Galvis back at shortstop? Something like that. Uh, 
I th- I think it's gonna be Schwarber. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Schwarber. I could take. And, I would take Schwarber. He he crushed it. Like, oh, never mind. I'm an idiot. I googled Kyle Schwarber and mm-hmm. uh, I I forgot I wrote position and it said outfielder and there's a picture of like Babe. I was like. Oh, someone put Babe Ruth when you Google Kyle Schwerber. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Babe Ruth really crushed it last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I would love to see Schwerber. I would. Love, I think he's going to get, can I say, I think he's going to get too much money. Well, they're all going to get too much money. That's true. There's not, just, you don't, we need you don't to do see something. a lot. Don't see a lot of bargains in free agency. Look at, look at some of these contracts that have already been handed out. They're ridiculous. It's true. We need to do something. We need to at least get. We need to get one of the big ticket guys. That's that's something needs to happen. Something needs to break. Do you count Schwarber as a big ticket guy? Right now, yeah. With with what he the way he played in Boston last year, for certain, I would count him as one of the big ticket guys. Well, he's an OBP machine. Uh, he he yeah. gets on base, and you like to have that guy in front of Harper, in front of Real Muto. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I think I think they really need another starting pitcher. That's going to hold them back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I just don't even want to play the Mets next year. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's I mean, what did you think of that Scherzer deal? He he gets what 130 million over three years. I think he gets to live. They like offered he gets to live at the top of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh, it's the it's the, it's the Lincoln Riley deal then. <laughs> For oh my god, those deals, his deal and Brian Kelly's deal, like insanity, man. The money being handed out, like, and the benefits too. The the oh all the other stuff is what is really crazy about the Lincoln Riley deal. Uh, USC buys both of Lincoln Riley's houses uh, for five thousand dollars above asking five hundred thousand dollars above asking for each. He, crazy. he gets put in a six million dollar home in California for free. He has uh, complete access to the private jet whenever he wants it. Like he's doing crazy. all right. Like like in, insanity. That guy is. I love how it's like access to the private jet. It was like why don't you just give him his own private jet? <laughs> well, well, maybe, uh, maybe the next school that lures him away will. <laughs> yeah, like the amount of money that's just being thrown around at college football coaches, and like the thing is, he doesn't even have to do good. Like it's the checks are signed. Like it's well, just, it's the John Gruden thing. Yeah, just what ten, 10 years, a hundred million, and it doesn't matter how he performs. Yeah, he, he's it's he. Why would you even try hard anymore? I guess to not be a jerk, but. Still, I feel like I would just walk around my pool in Southern California and just hang out all day. Well, it seems like it's already paying off too. I'm looking at the headlines because I was looking for that that those contract details. And uh, Lincoln Riley takes uh, Raleigh Brown, a five star running back, number 33 in the class, previously committed to Oklahoma, will now be joining him in USC. Uh, it's it's actually a decent it's a decent value proposition for USC because they immediately become one of the power teams in college football again. Yeah, and why wouldn't you want to go play football in Southern California? Like, oh, yeah. do I want to go to Oklahoma or California? Right. <laughs> hmm. Tough. Uh, I do love the Midwest. <laughs> What's Oklahoma known for? What's the most uh, the Little League World food? Series? That's not true. That's in. It's <laughs> near us. Williamsport, Williamsport, right? Yeah. I don't know. O- that, so, so to me, they're known for the Little League World Series. I don't know what they're generally. That's not even where the College World Series is. Oh, who's the most famous killer in Oklahoma? Roger Dale. I don't Did know you why. Google that? Yeah, but I was trying to Google most famous food. And instead, you spelled killer. <laughs> no, it, that's what Google it, it gave me. Google results are funny. It's a convicted spree killer in 1950. Nine confirmed, 34 suspected. Wow. Uh, Let's see. When you go Oklahoma most, you get populated cities, wanted, dangerous cities, known (laughs) for popular food, coastline, tornadoes, wanted 2021, popular city. (laughs) I want to know. Now I need, I demand to know who's most wanted in Oklahoma. Let's see. Currently, the first gentleman who's going to come up, not to uh, not to take any of the shine away from the serial killer you were talking about, uh, is a gentleman by the name of Gabriel Talamentis. He's most wanted in Oklahoma right now, and uh, 
Uh, he's wanted out of the Tulsa County, wanted out of Tulsa County on seven counts of felony warrants for trafficking of illegal drugs and other drug-related charges. This is exactly what I thought we were going to talk about this week, <laughs> this and I'm, like, I'm glad we're bringing it up. <laughs> I just love that, like they took the people's pictures off after it says arrested on this Tulsa page, Tulsa Crime Stoppers. Actually, well, law, laws are weird though because it's uh yeah it's probably they're in the process of of uh, the court systems and you know you can't you're not guilty until you're guilty, not guilty until proven guilty in a court of law. And is it, they used to say that in the beginning of cops, right? Oh, I, I did watch Live PD. I liked Live PD, but gotcha. I, I was never a big cops guy. Sorry. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it here and there in my day, right after the George Lopez show. Those were the big two back in the day. <laughs> we were talking big. about the George Lopez show on Better's Delight yesterday, you know, on a betting podcast. <laughs> I uh, mean, we talked about way weirder than that when I did that in episodes. So <laughs> I yeah, can't, uh, I can't fault anybody. And again, if anybody hasn't, uh, hasn't subscribed, go over, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, go to Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Search for Better's Delight, subscribe, follow, do all the things because uh, you will enjoy it. Yeah, why don't you leave us a rating too on uh, on Apple and everything? We're at like four ninety seven. If three people could take some time out of their day and just hit that five star rating, we'd really appreciate it. We'd get to five hundred and we'd fire Mikey off the show immediately. Wait, so it, it's Mikey and not we, Mark. We said at five hundred, Mikey's gone. Everyone's been asking for it. It's all over. It's all over the the Discord servers. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, Discord. You guys have a, a hopping better delight Discord. <laughs> I don't even know what Discord is, dude. Like, I, I hear people talk about it on uh, that TikTok, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, like, yes. So, I, wait, I saw somebody say something on uh, TikTok. Or they were, it was like the voiceover was like, yeah, like, let's confuse all the old people on the app that were born in the uh, late 1990s. And I was oh like, God. what? Like, those are the old people? Like, I, I was <laughs> yeah. in the early 1990s. Like, how? what am I? It's like, just going ahead, slitting my throat as we speak. <laughs> my time is clearly done. <laughs> it's like Tom Haverford, like, you're a grandpa. If you're older than me, you're a grandpa. <laughs> if yeah, you're older than you... Jerry, you're dead. <laughs> well, yeah. Have, oh, God damn. Why did you have to bring up Parks and Rec? Because this is a touchy subject for me right now. Because it's ruined forever for me because Chris Pratt's a weirdo. Yeah, I don't know, man. Chris Pratt. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like Chris Pratt. The the whole thing where he was getting bashed and everything, I don't really uh, know. Well, he when oh, you mean when he basically insulted his disabled child? Uh, I, I don't think, I don't know. I feel like people might have been reading too much into it. But then again, I also don't know enough about Chris Pratt's personal life. Like I mm. we were talking before, I'm not on social media that much. I get my news on Twitter for sports stuff, and that's basically it. So I don't know his beef with Anna Faris. Like, I didn't even know they were married until like that article came out. Like, so I didn't even know he had kids. So I, yeah. I don't know. Just like on being on the outside reading that, I was like, oh, like I think that he's just talking about this, this woman and the child with this woman. I didn't think anything else. I don't know. Uh, I could, he's all, he's also like very weirdly religious at this point. Not to say that religious is bad. It's certainly not. But there's a line. I agree. No, I agree. I yeah. I mean, I wouldn't make fun of kids either. I just don't know enough. I don't know Strong anything. Take there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I I just don't know. I, the thing is, yeah. I can't. I don't. I can't like make a judgment call whether he's a weirdo or not. I mean, he's definitely a weird dude. I mean, yeah. aren't, isn't every single person in Hollywood like a weirdo? I think most. I I do think there's some there's some relatively healthy people, but like Kevin James. Well, I was going to say Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Definitely uh, not Leah Remini. Oh, my. I think it's Remini, isn't it? But yeah. she, uh, the church. I was reading, uh, speaking of the Church of Scientology, I was reading uh, an article about Tom Cruise and all of his various uh, wives and random shit from, the house, from Scientology. And it is utter insanity. It's, just it, utter it, insanity. Dude, it just sounds like bizarre. I love how when you Google Tom Cruise, it just says height. 
people love to drag him for his height. Like, there's so much weirder things going on. Like, 5'7". Like, come on. No one cares. Like, and honestly, I'm more impressed because this is, like, the action star of our generation. And he, <laughs> if he's 5'7 and he's that good, so be it. The, the craziest thing is the Church of Scientology building. Have you seen this build? Oh. Yes. Hold on. We need to come back to this. I'm done. All right. I'm done with Scientology. Yep. <laughs> you like Kingsman? Somebody, somebody just got a text. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it no. just said, stop now. We were talking about, yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of like, you ever see those like memes where it says like FBI agent, like you good, bro? <laughs> like, just like, it was just like Church of Scientology. It was like, hey, hey, quit it. <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> but um, no, I was, um, do you, have you ever seen Kingsman? Yeah, that, yeah, it's a uh, Taron Edgerton. Yeah, so there's a third one coming out now, like an oh, origin story. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, I I saw the commercial for it the other day, and I'm so excited for this. So I watched the first Kingsman like by accident, pretty much. Yeah, me it too. Was gonna be, so I thought it was gonna be like, um, like a kind of like a Spy Kids. Like, mm-hmm. like not an R-rated so you, movie. So you pop that on. <laughs> I mean, we did watch Spy Kids two the other night here in this house. So, right. <laughs> but um, so we watched or no, so I watched it like by accident, the Kingsman, uh, the first one, and like just literally right from the get go, I'm thinking Spy Kids and just like thumbs running around, and mm-hmm. right and right off the bat, somebody gets like murdered, cut in half with a foot sword. Oh foot yeah. Sword. Like a foot sword, the foot sword. <laughs> yeah, foot sword. Everyone knows what a foot sword is. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it. But it was so good, and the second one was really good too. I think the first one was better. Uh, yeah, I do... well, yeah, I agree with that. No argument here. And and spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Kingsman: The Golden Circle. But I mean, did anyone really think Colin Firth was de- was dead? Mm, no. No. No way. No way, they're not killing off main people like that. Uh, yeah, this third a, one, this is a prequel now, huh? Yeah, so it's called The King's Man. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes, Jalman Hanzu, Gemma Adderton. Stanley Tucci. The two, oh, I didn't see the Tucci, the Tucci is in there. Well, Tucci is in the second one. Yeah. Wow. The kicker from The Replacements is in this movie. <laughs> that guy's amazing. <laughs> I watched The Replacements no more than five months ago. It's such a good movie. Reese Ifens. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good movie. Speaking of movies we rewatched, I watched, uh, I was on the treadmill the other day and I watched Let's Go to Prison front to back. Oh, God. Have you watched it yet since we've talked about it? Wait, uh, I, th- I must, I think I might be confusing it. Let's, let's, oh, I'm, th- I, and again, I think I'm doing exactly what I was before, <laughs> which is confusing it with, uh, Walk Hard or Get Hard. With, with Get Hard. And yeah. also, I'm just going to say this right now. Stanley Tucci and Mark Strong should never be in a movie together because I always get them confused. Are they in a movie together? They're in The King's Man together. Oh my God, they look exactly alike. This is what I'm saying. Whoa. Are they related? (laughs) Sure, we'll start that rumor. I Honestly, I'm looking at a picture of both of them. I don't know which is which. (laughs) One is significantly taller. They're identical. One which is, one's who's taller? Is, I don't know. Is if you just Mark Google, Strong? Yeah, if you Google both of them, I don't know. I don't know which is which. Which one's the Okay, Mark Strong's six two. So Yeah, so how old how old how old? The Tooch is five eight. Okay. So yeah, that's four inches of height. So nope. we were playing basketball on the Nope. Ball. You wanna do that math again? <laughs> <laughs> There's twelve inches in a foot. Yes, <laughs> there are. There sure is. <laughs> Oh, math is not my strong suit. If you oh. listen to Better's Delight, you would know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Tooch Man. Well, he's been in a lot of good stuff. Oh, for sure. Mark Strong was the bad guy in Shazam. Uh, was so that any good? Did you like that? I thought it was fine. Uh, my significant other is absolutely in love with that movie. Interesting. Just loves it. Like, it's, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, I never saw it. I never watched it. I mean, it's worth watching. I would say it's worth watching. Is it uh P? Was it PG thirteen R? I would think. I would think it's PG thirteen. It's definitely not R. I don't know. So there's a lot. Like it looks like a. Is it like a spoof on Superman movies, or was he an actual Superman? 
So there, there are there are well he's a, he's a real Shazam is a real comic uh, okay. co comic book character, but I mean it's the origin story is fine. There's there moments are funny. It's it's not my favorite movie in the world, but one of the better DC movies. So there's that. And well, there hasn't been bar. many. Yeah, yeah. It's not a not a super high bar. It's like that, and the first Wonder Woman is probably it. But uh, people liked Aquaman, didn't they? Oh God, we we tried to watch we we tried to watch Aquaman the other day. We were just going through my Voodoo or my Plex or something, and we have it. We're like, oh, let's watch that. It is so bad. Really, I thought people like, liked it. It is. I like Momoa, but it is it is beyond terrible. Like everything about it is ridiculous. Everything about it is ridiculous. Just looking He's at the pictures look ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's an interesting character. And we, we turned it off, and I think we watched, like, uh, I don't remember if it's the same night, but if it was, we watched the, we watched one of the Purge movies instead. Mm, a better choice. No, neither one was great, to be honest with you. <laughs> the pur I would go back and watch The Purge. I always The thing is, I always say around Halloween time every year, like, I'm going to watch a few scary movies, just like just to get into it. And then mm. Halloween comes and goes, and I'm like, Home Alone! Woo! <laughs> like, and I just completely forget about Halloween. I watched yeah, Home have, Alone 2 last night. We have uh, we have 10 Christmas movie posters downstairs, and Home Alone is certainly on that list. Oh, for sure. Oh, my my favorite uh, t-shirt company released, uh, I was talking about this yesterday, too. They released a jacket, a Gus Polinsky jacket, Polka King of the Midwest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's I, I came so close to buying it today but it was like 85 bucks but it's 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 the exact jacket like he's wearing like that bright shiny yellow one <laughs> he's like polka 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 i love that i love john candy oh everyone loved john candy it's impossible not to just to, just a and by all accounts a really really good human being too yeah yeah he how old was he when he passed he was oh. he was filming the movie wagons east um, let's see. John Candy was, looks like he was 44. Wow. What was, um, no, he's 43. Young. Yeah. Too young. Did, did well, you wasn't in great shape though. My roommate, speaking of like people's last movies, my roommate freaking loved my roommate in college. Loved the movie. Almost heroes. Okay. Did you ever see this movie? Okay. I'm, I have to look it up to see if I've seen it or not. It's Almost, Chris Farley. Uh, and... I'm, I'm, I think I saw it a long time ago, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I have not revisited it. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're literally like battling against Lewis and Clark to like rediscover like the new world. I like, do remember that. Yeah. It's just, I swear to God, we had it on like VHS in my college apartment. We were just watching it, and he would just—he was like, "Yeah, you want to pop in some? You like, do you want to play Madden 03 while we watch Almost Heroes? <laughs> the, the year is 2012, and we, yeah. this is this is what we were doing in our college apartment. All right, let's play a little game. <laughs> let's play a little game here. What do you think? And don't honor system here. Okay, it is the Rotten Tomatoes critic score for Almost Heroes? I can't imagine it's going to be high. I will give you one clue, and I would say that is correct. Because Chris Farley's in it, I think it'll be a little bit higher. Let's go 27%. Okay, I will tell you that the audience score, a respectable 64%. I, I agree with that. So yeah, the, the audience score makes sense. I would have the, guessed higher if we were doing audience score. The critic score, an 8. <laughs> I mean, that's just preposterous. Friggin uh, <laughs> saying things like you just wish it were half as funny as it's trying to be. <laughs> the gags rely heavily on boogers, bird poo, and sheep dung. <laughs> what a good movie, dude. What a, <laughs> whatever. I just like loving it, looking at the pictures of like Chris Farley and Matthew Perry next to each other, like dressed up as just like in the most ridiculous outfit. It definitely is such a bad movie. The eight percent probably holds up. But people I mean, it. a lot of those movies were, were just utterly terrible movies, but it doesn't doesn't make them bad movies. <laughs> I need to go back and revisit it. I need to find a place that's streaming it so I can watch it. I don't think I, anyone's streaming it. <laughs> I wonder if I can find it online. 
I'm looking it up right now. Almost here is streaming. Uh, oh, it's on see. Prime Video. Well, it's on a lot of things, but you got to pay for it. It doesn't look like it's it's free on any service. Who's getting the residual checks for this? Like, uh, I, well, I don't I don't know the answer to that one. Matthew <laughs> Perry, because because he's really hurting. Well, it says uh, so on Prime Video. It says customers who've watched this item also watched, and Wagons East is like the next one right below it. Yeah, I've got it at number two: Black Sheep, Wagons East, <laughs> yeah. Tommy Boy, Beverly Hills Ninja, Joe Dirt, Rocket Man, Shanghai Nights. The best of Chris Farley in oh, the army. In the now. army now, in the army yeah. now is really good. You ever see Balls uh, of Fury? Uh, I think so. That was um the the ping pong movie. Yeah, with Christopher Walken. Oh yeah, 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 that was an interesting movie. Interesting is a way to describe it. I feel like any movie Thomas Lennon is it's in is uh is an interesting. Movie. What do you think George Lopez and Christopher Walken talked about on set? <laughs> I feel like they talked about a lot more than you'd think. Maybe the comedy store. <laughs> you know, I'm sure Christopher Walken went there. Yeah, big comedy guy. I love him. Christopher Walken was a big stand-up guy. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, that was insane. Let's. Uh, you've got. You've got some stuff you got to do tonight, and uh, as do I. Let's get to. Let's get to our picks for this week, sir. Because we've somehow gone 25 minutes in, <laughs> in between things that are actually relevant. Uh, the uh, Thursday night game, kicking off in a, a little bit. The Dallas Cowboys head to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. And Bavada's got the Saints plus six and a half. Uh, I think this is... The Cowboys, I like to say they stink. But I don't think they stink stink. But I do mm-hmm. think that the Saints stink stink. So I think the Cowboys come out and win today. There's no Kamara. I think Taysom Hill's starting a quarterback. Yeah, I, I think the Cowboys come out. This is a get-right game for them where they're going to be like, hey, we need to win this game because – but whatever, whatever. I'm not talking about it. But uh-huh. that, that, like, I think the Dallas comes out and blows the doors off the uh, New Orleans Saints. I think they should. I think you're right. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals head to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Bavada has the Bears plus seven and a half. Chicago, the home of uh, Thomas Lennon. But I will take the Weird Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I will take the Arizona Cardinals because I don't think Chicago is good at football. Can we talked about the college coaches earlier, and I thought one of the weirdest things to come out of that was the report that Oklahoma was uh, targeting Cliff Kingsbury to be their next head coach. And then it got even weirder when Kingsbury was asked about it and he didn't do the thing that like everyone would do, which is just shut it down. He literally said, I don't want to talk about that right now. I think we're talking, I think there's something to it. I think there's paid. I think it's a smoke screen to get that money from Arizona because his contract's coming up one year left on his deal. Yeah. I think it's a smoke screen for like, Hey, I could do this. Like I could be, I could get going. So I, I think that he, the, he's trying to get more money because, you know, Oklahoma is going to throw the For sure. absolute bag at him, like throw yeah. so much money at him. Like, why wouldn't you? And, and yeah, after seeing all these lucrative, that. I mean, seeing all these lucrative contracts and all these people, these colleges want big name people, you know, For sure. they, they don't want no, uh, nobodies because people the are Penn State come. defensive coordinator. Exactly. That guy, whoever that was. Well, he's a Virginia Tech head coach now, so... Yeah, well, look how good they're doing this season. I don't think that that guy had anything to do with it. He wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. The Kling, the Kingsbury thing, it's just it's, it's super bizarre. It's like, he this is a perfect situation. God knows we've all seen the house he lives in. It's beautiful. Uh, he's, he's the coach of the best, the best record in football right now with these incredibly young talent and Zach Ertz. It's just weird that he would even come up in the conversation. Even like Urban Meyer came up to Notre Dame and like he had the common sense to shut it down immediately. But but Cliffy, he he's letting it live. How how much money is he making right now? That's my Kings question. Kingsbury. Yeah, look it up. It's interesting because you're. I mean, they're they're going to pay him for sure. Oklahoma would throw an absolute ton of money five point five million dollars. He he absolutely make more than that. Oh, for sure. I mean. You saw these guys at USC, they're making, uh, well, he's making what, $10 million a year plus 500K bonus if they're bowl eligible, or that was Brian Kelly. It was one of them was 
a 500k bonus as long as the team is bowl eligible. I think it was LSU, and it was like LSU has been bowl eligible for the past like 35 years. Right. So I, I mean, why would that's five million dollars more each year? I I don't know Kingsbury. Sometimes like I kind of see him as a college coach, you know. So I mean, why not do that? We're talking. Say he gets a 10 year deal, 10 million dollars a year. Yeah, and we'll say so. Basically, the, the the same deal that Kelly and um and Lincoln Riley got. I'm trying to do the math in my head. Ten times ten. That's a tough one. <laughs> that's a hundred. Hundred million dollars mm-hmm. versus five times five. Mm-hmm. Twenty two hundred and fifty million dollars. Twenty five. No, million. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> twenty five million dollars. It's also not twenty five million dollars. It's twenty seven five. But that's okay. <laughs> No, oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't put the five point five. I only put five. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's somewhere between twenty five and two hundred and fifty million. We'll, it's still. Let, we'll let the mathematicians figure that out. <laughs> Ooh, my Socrates, get out of here! <laughs> that guy. It's seventy five uh, million dollars. I don't even think Socrates was a math guy. No, he wasn't. He was a philosopher. Yeah, I think for there I am. Right, that was Socrates, or Socrates, however you want to say yeah. it. And he was all we are is dust in the wind. Yes, that is definitely him. <laughs> now that's uh, from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. They go I back mean, in time. And they're talking to Socrates, and he, he, they like pick up the dust, and he's like, "All we are is dust in the wind." And Socrates is like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> this is at the at the danger of going down another rabbit hole. Have you seen the new Bill and Ted movie? Uh, I I watched one night. I was like. A little bit, uh, a few vodka frescas deep, and I started uh-huh. to wa- I started to watch it, and I think I got like five minutes in. I was like, I don't think I'm in the right. I don't think this is for me. That's exactly. And what I have not. To me. I have not revisited it since. Yeah, I bought the I bought the Blu-ray and uh, put it on, and I was like, boy, this is bad. Yeah, I just the first both of them, the Bogus Journey and Excellent, Excellent Adventure, Adventure are, they're just so good. Like two of my all-time favorites. Like I just love it and I just I just, I like knew that this was going to be bad. Like and just so hard to remake all these things, man. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um the Los Angeles Chargers head to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Bavada's got the Bengals minus 3. I think the Chargers the Chargers have been acting weird lately. They yeah. came out hot. I think this is a classic game where the Chargers are getting points against a good Bengals team that just crushed the Steelers. But I think they're a little bit more evenly matched than we think. I think the Chargers cover in this game. I'm interested in this game because I, I don't quite understand the line. The New York football Giants head to Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins. Bavada has the Dolphins minus four. Dolphins. I take the Dolphins all day. Isn't Glennon starting a quarterback for the Giants? I think that he was sure app. is. That's my thing is why why isn't this line bigger? Yeah, and the Dolphins are on the second longest winning streak in the whole NFL right now. Yeah, and Tua's well, playing great. Yeah, and I, I think the Dolphins win this game. I think the Dolphins cover. I actually picked it on Better's Delight yesterday when we were going through Nevada. I, I don't understand how the Giants – or I don't understand. The, the Giants proved that they're a stink team, like, by yeah. the way, in that Eagles game. Like, we, we stink. But, like, they also stink. Like, we should have won that game. Jalen Rager catches that ball. I'm not – we're not mm, talking about it yet. I know. <laughs> well, let's just let's just segue because the next game is the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to New York <laughs> to take on the New York football Jets. And uh, Bavada has the Jets plus seven at home. Jets are so bad. And I think – I don't know. We talked about it yesterday, too. Again, we are just like I, Minshew might be the starter this week because – It hurts, hurts as he's starting. He does. Okay. All right. All right. Then it's going to suck. They're going to pull me back in. We're going to win this game by like 14. They're going to pull me back in and I hate everything. But yes, we win this game by more than seven points. Yeah. I, uh, I sent it to Greg earlier today. There was a, a mic'd up from Jordan Mailata during the Giants game. And it's just, it's seven minutes of happiness. Like it's seven minutes of pure bliss you, you should everybody should uh check it out because that guy <laughs> guy's my favorite eagle no i feel question. like i only saw like five seconds of it when he was just yelling at landon dickerson to strap yeah. up his helmet for him he's like landon 
Landon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 funny. It's funny. He, he, there is a lot of that calling him calling for Landon Dickerson <laughs> over the whatever seven minutes and thirty five second runtime. But uh, it's worth watching. It's amazing that that guy had never played football five years ago, and now he's one of the single best left tackles in all of the game. Oh, yeah, I mean, we should let him run the ball. Did you see he made a hit in that game on Sunday? Yeah, on the interception. Oh, my God. We should let him put him at middle linebacker. Let him run the ball. Like, why well, not? Well, look at his rugby highlights. He's capable. Let's let's give him the ball. Instead of when we're on the one-yard line, instead of going to Boston Scott, which I love Boston Scott, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, throw Jordan Mailata in at running back. Why not? Go, di- like, uh, what do you call it? Like, a rhino package. Him. Bring back uh, Deuce McAllister. Have him run in front of him. You Deuce know? Staley? Deuce, well, both of them. Well, I like oh, Deuce McAllister because he's an old Miss guy. Well, go with the, du- the double deuce lineup? <laughs> the double deuce. <laughs> uh, speaking of double deuce. But, yeah, we're, we're, we are a double deuce of a team. But why not let Mylotta? <laughs> there should be a trick play for Mylotta to be in the backfield. Like, I remember when we were younger, when I was in, like, eighth grade, we had two kids that were just, like, clearly had grown up before any other kid when we were in the sixth grade. And we just put mm-hmm. him in the backfield when we were near the goal line. There's a touchdown every single time. Like, why not? This guy can clearly run with the ball. He's athletic enough. Like, let, like if you want to win, let my lot of spin. I mean, <clears throat> I think we have a new slogan. <laughs> I, I think the Philadelphia Eagles 2021 season has a new slogan. If you yeah. want to win, let my lot of spin. Whatever it was you said, I would spin. <laughs> Spin, spin. I, know, I forgot already. Uh, the uh, uh, I don't know this. This is a big line. Tampa Bay goes to Atlanta. Atlanta plus eleven at Bavada. Um, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. But everything I've seen with Atlanta is just they're trashed. I, I'm not in on Atlanta. I, I'm taking um, I'm taking them with the points. I'm taking my boys with the points. Tom Brady. The- the Bucks are your boys now. Yeah, I've been I've I've been a Bucks fan for like a year now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you got in early. <laughs> you see Antonio Brown's getting um out yeah, for three games. Yeah, he's one of uh one of three NFL players today suspended three games for violating COVID uh, procedures, and they haven't spelled it out that I've seen, but I can't imagine this wasn't the fake vaccine card. Well, I mean that it has to be right. It has to be. Like I don't see why like like that's like that leaked and then all of a sudden he's suspended. Like what are we doing? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it seems likely. Oh, I'll tell you what I got in the mail yesterday, Matt Crone. Fake vaccine card. Fake vaccine card. <laughs> I got now and now I can get into Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> in Canada, I guess would have been the better reference. But uh, I got my one share of a stock certificate. For my ownership of the Green Bay Packers. That's exciting. Is it on a good piece of paper or is it just like a regular 8x11? No, it's solid. I'll send you a picture of it. It's solid. I'm going to get it framed. I'm now an NFL minority owner. I'm excited. I'm happy for you. (laughs) It's funny. We had talked about that and I swear like my phone's listening because I saw a TikTok like two days later that was like, (laughs) yeah, like this is worth nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and they spell dollar. it out for you on the paper. <laughs> they're like, they're a billion dollar company. Like this, this is nothing more than just like to help their facilities get better. hundred percent. They literally have to spend it on uh, one of like five things. Yeah. It's like more toilets in the parking lot. Let me tell you what. Philadelphia needs more toilets in the parking lot. There's a real uh, issue. Are they, are they going to be housed in anything or just like <laughs> some toilets as you're going in? <laughs> I, I, all right, fine. They need more porter potties. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. There's never enough porter potties and in the bathrooms down or in the uh, parking lots down there. And there's so many people that come down there, and there's always a line. It's crazy. And that's a gross line to be in. Like oh, everything about that situation is just unfortunate. Yeah, no, like, and it just it. We're lucky. I'm because when I go down there, there's like an RV that we party with, so I can go on the RV. But like, if you got to do more than just PP, you got to go get in yeah. that line and, and inside the porter potty. Like, it's either a hundred degrees in there, or yeah. it's the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field in there. And then you have so many layers on. You go to sit down, and you're like, you're like the state puff marshmallow man with all your layers on. It's not yeah. a big room. It's not a big room. 
Well, my um, the porta potty experiences that I go to were always the how gross the porta potty at Sutcliffe Park was. Oh yeah, yeah, they were all bad. the time. I don't think I they had, ever got. I cleaned. had to be there. I no, for, for Hufford was supposed to, but he never did it. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I was I was there a lot because coaching and playing and all that, and so I've had to use those things many times, and it yeah. was. It's never a time where you're like, I definitely took years off my life walking <laughs> yeah, that, into this place. Yeah, no, that's they, they are brutal, man. It's just, I, mean, I am proud of myself though. Where I, if I need to, I can get the job done. I, no, proud of no, you. no toilet will, will ever dismay for being able to get the job done and feeling better about my life moving forward. I have one major flaw in that, and that is I cannot go on an airplane. Yeah, I just don't fly. I will go. I can go on a sleeper. <laughs> That's how you get around that. It's a, it's a lot easier to go on a sleeper train. Let me tell you. Yeah, I I can't I can't go on an airport. I I, I can't go on it. Well, in an airplane, I had my whole my whole incident on the way to uh, from O'Hare to San Francisco when uh, I was sitting two rows behind Jimmy Garoppolo, and I just my insides were ruined. The, they were uh, just they were ruined. It's the worst when you have to hold that and then you let like a little fart squeaks out and it just stinks. It's just like oh, oh. no. I, I, <laughs> well, the, the problem is like I I couldn't go. I had to go really badly, uh, and I, like I have a block. I can't go on airplanes. Yeah. So I like I was just counting down the moments until we we got to San Francisco and I could just go in the airport. Did not come fast naturally and like i'm in excruciating pain by the time we touch down yeah naturally we taxi for like 10 minutes like i i think i'm gonna die <laughs> uh, and uh and then it was it was a bad night after that and yeah, it's, uh, it's never so exciting now i'm always very cautious about those situations i feel like um, my life would be a lot easier if i just ate a little healthier Oh, well, I think everybody's life would probably be better. <laughs> I just feel like if I like watched what I eat instead of having five pizza rolls from the China King last night like I did. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely could maybe get some greens in me at some point. Yeah. Well, the pizza rolls had some green. I love it. Ever since sure I found mold, out that but... Chinese food restaurants sell pizza roll egg rolls. Is that... Oh, egg. Yeah. Egg, egg rolls. Yeah, so yeah. it's in an egg roll. It's basically just like marinara and cheese inside of an egg roll wrapped up like a fried egg roll. And uh, it's delicious. All right. Take your word for it. I legit had five of them last night. I ordered General Sal's too, and I think I ate like a, like a tenth of my General Sal and just ate all, every single pizza roll. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, so I support that whole, uh, wholeheartedly, sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wholeheartedly. Bring whole it all back. Wholeheartedly. Let's see. Let's go Sunday night. This is this is an or sorry. This is Monday night. Uh, the formatting is weird. The Patriots head to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills, and Bavada has the Bills minus two and a half. Oh, the Mikey Crow game. He's actually uh, he'll be at this game, which is crazy. Um. So yeah, he's 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 excited. He pick, the best is he picked this game to go with our cousin. He was like. All right, like no one will really care. Like the Patriots stink. Like yeah, and, and now it's like the Patriots have are just dominating every game they play. Like and yep. he's just locked in, and it's gonna be a snow game. Like he just locked into like a sweet game. How, you're you in on snow games because those are things that I'd much rather watch from home. I think so. It all depends. So I think this is kind of like a once in a lifetime trip for him. That's so like if, if this was me, I'd be like, yeah, like I want it to snow. Like I want it to be like crazy and memorable. Not just like, yeah, like I, I think it would be cool to see a, a Monday night snow game first the Patriots with two very good teams in Buffalo. Like yeah. that's kind of like a bucket list type game, you know? Doesn't that dude have a rep for like, he likes to get to a seat like two hours before the game starts. <laughs> Dude, oh my god i wish it was it, it happened two sundays ago at the saints game we were i was texting him and oh my, wait even better so so yeah he was texting me he was in there like way early it was he texted me at eleven twenty one a picture of darius leonard in the end zone the okay. game didn't start till one so mm. <laughs> darius leonard's not even in pads Right. <laughs> but so this was weeks ago. He went with somebody else and they're in there like two hours earlier. And something happened where uh, the guy he was with like fell and like cut up his knees or something and like had oh, to get sure. like he had to get like medical attention. And like 
I, was there booze involved? I don't really know. But like they went in like three hours early. He gets like he falls doing something like stupid, trying to like jump over something like to get mm. to the, the and like hurts both his knees. And then they have to leave the game. Oh, it was still like an hour before the game starts. <laughs> they didn't even get oh. to see the game. So why the, what, the injury was bad enough that they had to leave? It was something like I don't know exactly why they had to leave. If it was injury, if it was and talk, I don't know. But yeah. they, they they did not watch the game that at the stadium. Ugh. So it's that's just, rough. It's very. I, I dude, I still remember walking into the NFC or yeah the NFC Championship game against the Vikings here in Philadelphia and watching people get kicked out. As I was walking to my, we went in that game like 45 minutes earlier. Cause I was like, I'm not missing anything. Like, yeah. So I remember seeing somebody get kicked out. I was like, dude, the game hasn't even started yet. And people are getting into <laughs> fights. Like what is going on? Do you imagine like getting kicked out of the NFC championship game where the Eagles eventually won? Like how yeah. depressing would that be? Yeah. It's awful. That yeah. is, but, but it also, if you get kicked out, you probably deserve it. Oh, 100%. Probably. <laughs> I remember being very young and my aunt took me to a, to an Eagles Giants game. We we're sitting up. I was probably like eight or nine years old. We were sitting up in the 700 level and um, I learned a lot of things that day. <laughs> <laughs> you learned how to be, you became a man that day. <laughs> oh my God. I saw at least four fights. Oh dude, it's insanity. The amount of fights that you see still to this day, people are crazy. But like the thing yeah. is, it's like, it's usually not one sided. Like usually it's yeah. people being jerks back to people being jerks. Yeah. You know, it's it's people talking trash a little bit too far. It's never just like one person kind of bullying another person. You know? Agreed. So, Agreed. I just think, I, th- I feel like most, both parties involved are always like tough, tough, trying to be tough guys and like having a good time. And so. Oh, for sure. It's a very macho environment. Yeah. Which, which is why I kind of like, kind of like when the Phillies are doing bad. And I don't, like when the Phillies are doing bad. No, I go, get it. The, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a more relaxed feeling. Yeah, like, and you're just sitting there. You're not sitting around a ton of people. You got a good seat. You're just like, you, you can spread out a little and hope for your team to win. Whereas, like, when it's like cutthroat and like people are in there, like, like it was the first game of the season a couple years ago. I saw a guy get literally punched in the face right by the Harry Callis statue. This was like, three, like inside the stadium, and I was just like, yeah, it, it was. It's wild. It's just, it's. I don't love that. Like, like one place I feel like at Flyers games, you don't see a lot of fights in the stands. That's one place where like, I, or even Sixers games, to be honest, like the, those two sports teams. Well, Matt, I'm going to challenge you to a fight in just <laughs> two short weeks. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll drop the gloves with you, bud. You're, uh, you're, you're consider a bender. done. Consider you're it done. I'm, I'm, dr- I'm officially now challenging you to a fight. Maybe oh, a duel. Who knows? <laughs> you're spare parts, bud. All right. Fair enough. All right, that's going to be it for this week's episode of the... Oh, Jesus Christ, did we get a pick? No, we didn't get a pick for this Monday night game. Uh, uh, who's playing? Oh, uh, oh well, I'll take the Bills. It's the Mikey Crone game of the year. Give me the Bills. The Mikey, the Mikey Crone game. All right, now we're officially done this week's episode of The Underdog. For Matt Crone, I'm Chris Horwell. Thanks for listening, and we will see you back here next time.